0: Republican or a Democrat. I'm a again. And the truth as I see it is that we've been divided in this country by design, by people who benefit from that division, and it's not gonna turn out well for 99% of us unless we all come together as one human race, realize we have all the power and tell the establishment to go fuck themselves.
1: Before Trump won, then everybody was like, these election machines are all fucked up. They shouldn't be connected to the internet, and why are there computers inside them when they just gotta count shit? But then Biden won, and they were like, no, they're fine. now." <laughs> if
2: you're not smart enough to be my friend, fuck you.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Again podcast, formerly known as Nonsense. And if you're new to this podcast, Mike Baldwin and I are stand-up comedians, and we uh, got pretty interested in politics the last couple of years, especially uh, with all the crap going on, Mike's been at it a little longer than me, but, um, not just about politics. We mainly think that everything we've been told our entire lives, especially by the government is, uh, a lie. And, uh, it's becoming more apparent all the time, at least to us. And we don't claim to know everything here, but we do try to use common sense and analyze some things that, that come, come along and, uh, you know, if you're not paying attention, um, there's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. And uh, it's it's just going to get worse before it gets better. And there's a lot of stuff going on right now. They think uh, Trump is going to get indicted again, or at least he claims that he's going to. Um, why does he believe that?
1: Uh, because the special counsel, Jack Smith, sent a letter to his lawyer, apparently, saying that uh that he needed to come i don't know if he's officially gonna be like indicted or whatever or if they're just if he just has to go like testify in front of a grand jury or something but uh but yeah i mean they're i think that's sort of been the plan all along like that's why they refuse to call it anything other than an insurrection right after it happened even though people were like, well, it wasn't an insurrection. I mean, nobody had guns or nobody was like demanding anything. They were just like yelling and screaming. It was more of a riot. But they were like, no, it's an insurrection. Just so now at this point they could be like, because I'm pretty sure it says, I don't know if it's in the constitution or if it's just like some court case that had, that took place at some time, but there's a, a rule that says that you can't be uh, hold office if you're guilty of insurrection. The so
0: four, 14th amendment,
1: there you go. Okay. S-
0: section three of the 14th amendment. I looked it up today because I couldn't remember exactly um, what it was, but there's a, there's a lot to the 14th amendment and section three states that if you uh, are, if you cause an insurrection, which they're always trying to claim that he did, um, but before we even get into like the meat of that stuff, um, there's a few things in the news I wanted to talk about. Um, a tornado recently destroyed, I guess in the last couple of days, a Pfizer factory full of COVID vaccines. Did you hear about that?
1: I heard that a tornado destroyed a Pfizer factory, and I heard that it was filled with vaccines, but then I saw somebody else that was like, it wasn't filled with vaccines. The vaccines are kept in wherever, Mobile, Alabama, or some shit. (laughs) Uh, But I know that the first two things are at least definitely true.
0: Okay. Um, Well, I heard it was, or I, I saw a report that it was full of COVID vaccines, um, and I also just saw some interesting things that like it happened in while everyone was at lunch and that there was a daycare nearby and that literally no one was hurt and nothing else was destroyed. It was almost like God was like, yeah, no.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I said burn down. I meant tornado destroyed. Um, yeah. According to Cairo News, which is uh i don't know what news 7 somewhere in, the, in north carolina uh they confirm that a large manufacturing complex was damaged by a twister yada yada uh no reports of injuries um let's see here i've got reports of 50,000 pallets of medicine that are strewn across the facility Uh, The plant produces anesthesia and other drugs, as well as 25% of all sterile injectable medications used in the U.S. Um, That's what the website says. So, yeah, it doesn't say anything about vaccines, but medicine, a Pfizer place, I don't know. Okay. It's still interesting.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that no one got hurt and that the, especially the kids, thank God, didn't get hurt. But, um, yeah, it sure seemed like an act of God, especially if it was full of Pfizer vaccines. He's, he's just like, yeah. No.
1: I mean, no matter what it's full of, it's still like I read something the other day. What did it say about uh, welfare? I'm, I'm sure most people have heard of the thing where they said exercise is uh, like a thing of right wing extremists. So all these people on Twitter were just like, like even leftist Democrats, people were like getting ready to go work out, like hope I don't turn MAGA or whatever. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, but I saw another article today. I'm trying to think what it said. It was something stupid about how sleep is racist or, uh, you know, going to work or whatever. I don't know what it said. I forget, but
0: isn't it crazy that they've they they've done a masterful job of making people think that maga is equivalent to like the clan you know of course yeah it's just insane to me it's you know they've you know they've done a great job of brainwashing when when they've made that a thing and you know immediately so many people when black lives matter came out and people like "Well, don't all lives matter and they're like racist Uh hey take it easy i just just mean i i thought all lives matter i thought we should we're all supposed to be equal now and we're all supposed to care about each other no that's not what that means you fucking asshole
1: (laughs) that's funny and that leads into a short comedy video if you want to watch that real quick before we get to the rest of the news yeah all right Oh, shit. What am I doing here? I just opened it on my computer. I have to present it to you guys. Uh, It starts with a guy going, Alright, here's my vaccine passport.
3: Yeah, but I need proof of at least 10 booster shots. Okay, AIDS vaccine passport. I'm going to use an allergy test. Lyme disease. Chicken pox. H1N1. Rabies tag. Proof of the herpes vaccine. And what about the herpes booster? I literally got it like 10 minutes ago. Let's see it. Alright, prostate exam. You're gonna need your Netflix password. See your Blockbuster card. Tetanus. Negative test for the Black Plague. Tetanus booster? I'll give it to you now. Proof of political party? Proof of diversity? Are you serious? We already have two white guys in there, okay? That's our limit. Uh, I'm Jewish. What do you think this is, 2021? You're gonna have to be way more oppressed than that. You got like a 23andMe test results? 0.000027 Native American, why didn't you just tell me that? You got an anti-racist card? Now I just gotta check your white guilt score. 9.7, wow, not bad, man. Just gotta scan you for male toxicity. Would you have sex with a trans woman? Yes. Can men have babies? Yes. Do all lives matter? Yeah, no. How many statues have you toppled this month? Nine. Do you support the police? No. Are all Trump supporters racist? Yes. How many abortions have you paid for? Five. I'm gonna to need to see your punch guard. All right, four more and your tenth one's free. I need proof of a black friend. Okay, how many pronouns are there? 92,627. All right, put your mask on and show them your receipt.
0: I actually lost the receipt.
3: How are we supposed to give you your laundry if you don't have the receipt? Funny, yeah, it is funny, and unfortunately, kind
0: of true,
1: right? I, I, it reminded me of it when you said <coughs> all lives matter, or whatever. He's like, Do all lives matter? and the guy's like, Yeah, no, because <laughs> the obvious answer is, Of course, every life that God creates is important,
0: yeah, or right. he wouldn't have bothered. Um. Oh, and this is kind of old news now because it happened last week, but Leslie Van Houten, one of the Manson followers who was responsible for uh, – she wasn't responsible like it was just her, but she was one of the people who stabbed uh, – there was the Tate-LaBianca murders, and the LaBianca was like the next night after Sharon Tate got murdered. She wasn't part of that. Mm. But she was there the next night, and she held a pillowcase over this – poor woman's face while everyone stabbed her, and then the ringleader, Tex Watson, said, you do something, so she stabbed her a dozen times, and they she was in prison for 50-something years, so she's like 70 now, um, in her early 70s, and anyway, Newsom, he's, he's indirectly responsible for letting her out, because apparently he didn't want to let her out, but... Um, she got out because he didn't bother to tell the parole board that he didn't want her to get out. And then when she did get out, he's like, well, I just assumed you idiots wouldn't do that. you're like, well, why don't you just make sure they don't do that?
1: Um, I mean, I, in his defense, I would be like, well, yeah, why would you let a fucking murderer out of jail?
0: Especially because her daughter is still alive. Um, you know, this poor the lady girl, who died. Yeah. Ah. her husband, her, both her parents were killed by the Mansons that night. Um, I forget his name, Leo. They were grocery store owners or something anyway. Um,
1: so they, they weren't rich and famous like Sharon Tate was.
0: They were rich, but they weren't famous. Um,
1: uh, they must have owned a lot of grocery stores.
0: Yeah. I think they, they owned like a small chain of them or something. I mean, they were well off and, uh, Anyway, now uh, she got, you know, in prison, she got a a master's degree in counseling. So now she wants, she hopes to counsel people. Can you imagine, you know, going to this lady with your problems and her being, you know, I guess, I, I guess she could be like, well you haven't done anything compared to what I did. Listen That would be a good
1: angle. But I would hate for her to be like, what you need to do is get your life together. And I'd be like, fuck you, man. (laughs) How dare you tell me to get my shit together?
0: Yeah, and, you know, taxpayers are going to have to pay for her to be out of prison now. And, you know, I'm sure they pay for everything because she's old as shit. And it's not like she's just going to, I don't know. It's just all so fucking gross. And now, um, I guess yesterday, Newsom came out saying that he wants to run for president. And how, how could... This is what I just don't get. Like, how could he possibly think he's going to win? And that's how you know, too, that these elections cannot be legitimate. Who knows how long they've not been legitimate. But if they are... How could he possibly think he's going to win? He got he got recalled in California, the most one of the most liberal states in the country.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He got recalled here. I mean, the guy is a piece of shit. He he slept with his best friends, um, his campaign manager, who was also his best friend's wife. Um, He's just a terrible person, and he's done a terrible job in California. I mean, if you go down to Los Angeles or Hollywood area, especially the homeless problem we have is in San Francisco. um, The homeless problem is just through the roof. Um, I just don't understand how people like that think they have any chance of of winning.
1: I don't know. This says uh, that he, quote, wants to run for president in 24, but... Is backing President Biden ahead of next year's election to garner support for himself, according to a prominent Democratic pollster and consultant.
0: I thought he I thought he announced yesterday that he was running for president in
1: 24. Uh if he has, then it's not in the news. Let's see here. Six days ago, two days ago, one month ago, 46 minutes ago. Governors running for president. Um, nope, and I don't think... Mm-mm. So
0: everything I just said is bullshit, and I read it yesterday that he was.
1: I mean, he. you quoted him correctly as saying, yeah, I want to run for president, but... You probably just read the headline, and then after that, it was like, But he's not gonna. Oh,
0: I <laughs> that's thought
1: he had... a, but that's a, g- a great example of how the news works and how media works and shit, because like that's what they want you to talk about. They want you to be mad at some bullshit that's not even happening while other important shit is going on and that they don't want you to talk about, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I still feel like an idiot that I even said that because I was all convinced that he was going to run, and I it just floors me why he would even bother.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I feel uh, uh, somebody who that example does work for is Mike Pence. Um, uh, what's his name? Asa Hutchinson. Did you watch any of that uh, Tucker thing the other day for the... Um, oh, I don't remember what it was. I know the Turning Point USA thing was the following day, Oh, and that was for uh, The Blaze, which is like, uh, oh, what's his name? Fucking guy. You know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. What, What Blaze guy? What are you talking about?
1: Hold on. The Blaze Tucker Carlson. God damn it. It's showing me Blaze Tucker. That's not who I want. I don't need a man named Blaze Tucker.
0: This is why we need a producer. Anyone watching who loves this show and is good at this shit and wants to help produce our podcast, then hit us up. We will pay you nothing.
1: <laughs> uh, Blaze TV is... Uh... What is this guy's name? I'm sharing it so you can. we can remember his name together present share screen boom is it up
4: Yep.
0: Yeah, that's uh press who's that um glenn beck
1: glenn beck there we go anyway so uh that thing happened the other day you didn't know hear about any of that or is... i'm i'm surprised Cause it, I saw clips of it on Instagram and everything, but anyway, they had all of the Republican presidential nominees except Trump. Cause Trump was like, dude, I'm ahead. I'm not coming to this fucking thing. You guys have your fun or whatever. So it was, uh, Nikki Haley, um, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Mike Pence, um, Asa Hutchinson, who, who the fuck is that? Um, And, uh, somebody else, Tim Scott, and that there might be another one, but so they all came out in front of a big audience and Tucker Carlson was there and he talked to each of them independently for like 20 minutes. And, uh, some of them did okay. Like some of them kind of shit the bed. Um, but there was a, a clip going around. God, I wish that I had gotten that clip. I probably could real quick, but. Uh Mike Pence was talking about how like we have to send I don't remember what we were talking about before this. I apologize for completely changing the subject. But anyway, Mike Pence was like, We gotta give money to Ukraine, we gotta send weapons to Ukraine and shit. And Tucker was like, Seriously, like that's your concern when like homelessness and poverty and yada yada and and then Mike Pence goes, That's not my concern. And the way the video looks and the way it I mean it really sounds is mike pence saying american homelessness and poverty and shit is not my concern but i think if you watch it he was saying like no the ukraine thing is not my concern i care about america also but who knows i wonder if i can find that real
0: quick well you know there there's that's part of the problem is there's so much shit out there um you know i miss the days of there being well and maybe i don't miss it but I wish there was only just a few news channels, you know, like there used to be and and that they just reported the news. And instead of it being like political party cheerleaders.
1: Right. Here, this sorry, is Mr. one minute. Have
4: you uh, I know you're running for president. You are distra- you, you are distressed notice. that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become is that, much worse.
1: Hold on. Is it not even up, showing around, anything? Not
4: one city. Yeah, like, I can see it you can States. see tucker and, and shit? it's visible our economy has degraded or is it just a black screen public nah. disorder and crime. pause in a second exponentially I, it's, increased. I
1: don't have anything there no. yeah now
0: it, it was a black screen it was i saw tucker for a second but so
1: did i i don't know what the fuck happened anyway it doesn't matter i'm gonna make our faces big again you want to <laughs> watch a, a neat video or do you want to talk about something specific
0: Um, I not right this second. I do want to talk about the Sound of Freedom and Operation Toussaint, which is a really interesting documentary about Tim Ballard, the main guy from Sound of Freedom, the guy who heads up the ORU, the um, Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, I do want to talk about that, but not right this second. What, what, What video you got?
1: Oh, I don't know. I closed that window because you sounded like you were getting on a roll. But here's uh, some the way you sent it to me was we should talk about this stupid bitch. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to play her real quick and then we'll talk about uh, the the potential truth or not truth of it. Okay.
5: so I went to go buy my Oppenheimer tickets and I saw that the QAnon movie Sound of Freedom was playing at the theater nearby me. And so I clicked on it thinking, come on, surely nobody is going to see this this crazy movie. Sure enough, it was sold out completely. Every seat but the handicapped seats are sold out at the local theater for the Tonight Showing at 7. So I looked at some of the other showtimes for Tonight at 7, and most of them are mostly empty. So I bought a ticket to Mission Impossible because I am not giving the QAnon people and I'm not any money and I'm not taking up a handicapped seat in their theater. And I'm going to stop by the theater where they're showing Sound of Freedom and see if there's actually a sold out audience or not. Because I've seen the rumors online about them astroturfing this movie to make buzz about it so they can use it as basically a gateway to spread QAnon conspiracy theories. So um, we'll find out. Okay, so I'm at the theater and the movie starts in five minutes. Five minutes. You okay so it should
0: be there is no the one US. here i mean you would think
5: so you found fame on tiktok so not I'm a single person in this sold-out Some theater and it starts in famous four minutes the dance they're astroturfing they're the
0: movie so what do, do you think do you first of all do you know what astroturfing means what the fuck is she talking about
1: uh i mean if if you just apply logic to the the thing i would assume that it's a fake something fake because astroturf is like fake grass you know but i don't know i'll look it up while you like
0: when they would say that hillary clinton was winning the election and she wasn't (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) um like what the media does every day okay i get it we don't really need to um
1: it says astroturfing is the practice of hiding the sponsors of a message or organization to make it appear as though It originates from and is supported by grassroots participants. So I think she was using it correctly if that's what was really happening. But I don't know. The first, the like top comment under that was like, like, why didn't we see you walking into the theater? Why don't you show like the opening credits of Sound of Freedom? Like, how do we know you're not just in some random empty theater? that doesn't have a movie that starts for an hour or something, you know?
0: Yeah. It didn't, it didn't ring true to me that, that, that she was in there, but it it also seemed like she was lying because she's like, the movie starts in five minutes and then she talks for about 30 seconds or whatever. And then she's like, it starts in four minutes. Like, well, no shit, dummy. You've been talking for a minute. It just seemed like she was lying. (laughs) And there's, uh, well, I,
1: I immediately thought she was lying because she said Oppenheimer at the beginning, and that just felt like something that a troll would say. Like, just say his name slightly wrong just to fucking get under people's skin. I'm going to see Oppenheimer today. It's yeah. Oppenheimer.
0: <laughs> and it's also Q and Anons and not QAnon, but um, I don't understand how she thinks it's just or, or so many people. Are just like, that's that QAnon conspiracy movie. It's like, if you would just look into this kind of stuff, you'd see that it's not, child trafficking is not a conspiracy. It's a worldwide problem. And that's what I was going to talk about was this this guy that I know from, uh, uh, that I respect from wrestling brought it up on Facebook. You need to watch this thing on Amazon. It's free on Amazon called Operation Toussaint. And it's about Tim Ballard, the, um, the, det- the, the main guy in The Sound of Freedom that mm-hmm. it's about. Um, how he went to Haiti and it's all about his, how he got into the whole child trafficking thing to begin with. Um, and, and it's it, it he, he talks about how big of a problem it is worldwide. And mainly it's such a problem worldwide because the demand for it in the United States is so great. Speaking of like child porn and all that shit um and after watching it i feel bad that i even read that stupid tweet last week about him potentially being a fake or whatever because i mean i guess he still could be but i didn't get that vibe from that guy at all and he's got seven kids of his own and uh let's see i made some notes about it so i wouldn't just start rambling my face off about it um But I learned that most of the, uh, not most of them, but a lot of these uh, um, pimps of the child traffickers are women, which you wouldn't think, you know. um,
1: Like Jelaine Maxwell.
0: Jelaine Maxwell. um, That Laura Gaylor Silsby, speaking of Haiti, she's she's the one that got slapped on the wrist for smuggling 33 children across the the Haitian border or trying Trying to, to. yeah, they're trying to, and they were like, who are
1: these kids? And she's like, Oh, they're with me. It's fine. And they're like, no, it's not.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) she claimed they were orphans. It turned out they weren't orphans. And then the Clintons come into it because Bill Clinton himself, I guess, flew to Haiti to make sure she, she ended up getting a charge called like, improperly arranged travel or something instead of, you know, trafficking children. And then after all this, she ends up working for um, Amber Alerts. I Uh. mean, you cannot make this shit up, you know, and she ends up getting like six months. Her lawyer, uh, Jorge Pueyo, was uh, also convicted of uh, being a pedophile. I mean, they're... it's, It's all so tied together and it's all so gross and you start, you know, all these people who wonder, like us, why this isn't the biggest story all the time. Speaking of child trafficking, obviously someone somewhere is making a lot of money and you can't, you can't, this kind of thing can't continue to happen unless there are people higher up allowing it to happen because they're probably getting a cut of it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Or they're getting off on it. Like that's, yeah. You know, I mean, that would be, uh, I forget who it was that said it, but like, Oh, it was some sheriff talking about a guy that got arrested for child porn. And he was like, this guy got a job at Disney world because he wanted to be around kids at Disney world. Like if I wanted the laws to be changed on pedophilia shit, I would probably run for something and try to change them. So, I mean, maybe some of those guys are in that for that reason. And they're like, I'm going to fucking go to Congress. I'm going to be part of it. And then when the pedophilia thing comes up, I'm fucking voting for it.
0: Yeah. And I encourage everyone to watch this operation Toussaint. It's like an 80 minute documentary about Tim Ballard. And so it's not a movie like sound of freedom. I mean, as I still haven't been able to see the movie. It's very hard to see movies when you have a four-year-old and you watch them all the time, and you only get one day a week. And um, since this has come out, my wife and I usually get a Friday date night, and we haven't been able to have that for reasons I won't go into. Um, family stuff. I saw it. You did. Okay. Well, tell I, us about it.
1: It was good. It was. Uh, um, I mean, it was a Hollywood movie. It wasn't anything you know, they didn't show anything graphic. And I listened to a a podcast with Tim Ballard on it the other day. And he talked about like one of his biggest, like number one thing on his list of like how to make this movie is like, don't put anything in it. That's going to wet the appetite of somebody who's a piece of shit. Who's into this kind of thing, you know? So it's all like, uh, you know, just like come in here, little girl. And then you just see the people who, like, see the girl go in there. You know what I mean? And then the door closes, and you're like, something bad's happening back there. But it doesn't show anything. It's not anything like that. But it's uh, it's good. It's a sort of... I mean, I compare it to, like, uh, any, like, catch-the-bad-guy sort of movie, or, like, a... Not like a heist, per se, but, you know, it's a movie. It's fucking... But when it's over, you're like, fuck, man. Like, is that kind of shit really happening?
0: Yeah. I mean, and after watching Operation Toussaint and seeing them, um, you know, bust a lot of the people that they do. I mean, it seems like the only reason it continues is because enough money and resources aren't thrown at fixing the problem. Um, I mean, Jesus, what, 80 billion dollars? Maybe help um, stop worldwide sex trafficking and especially child trafficking of, you know, these these innocent kids that just get, you know, for a variety of reasons. Um,
1: But, But I don't even know. I don't even think it's about that. They're like, oh, we wish we could, but we don't have enough money. It's just that they don't want to. Yeah. And that's what's even weirder. But I did see a guy posted a thing the other day that was like. We got to watch out for these child traffickers like uh, 10 percent of the time when you're at a grocery store and you hear a child screaming, that child is screaming because he's being trafficked and he does not belong with the person that he's with. And then somebody commented and was like. If you ever try to come up to me and my son when he's screaming about not getting the cereal that he wants, I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you. And then somebody screen captured that and was like, there's two types of people in the world. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. But then it, it pointed out the idea of like, how do we what do you do when you see a, a an adult and a kid together? Like I automatically just assume that's that's their kid or that's their brother or sister or whatever, you know, like you can't be like, hey, sh- prove to me that's your kid just on the street or whatever. Like how, what what do we do to uh, every answer is like, well, we just monitor everybody and then we'll know. And that's true. But then, you know, you got to let yourself be monitored.
0: Yeah. Well, at Chuck E. Cheese, where we go every Wednesday because we paid for this summer thing where we can play video games for thirty minutes, um, they're supposed to stamp our hands when we go in. It's got like a number on it, and then they're supposed to check our hands on the way out. And half the time, they don't even do that because that's my fear. Like anytime I take my kid, anyway, I just anywhere I just watch him like a hawk. Um, but the, you know, that half the time they don't check it, and even if they did, that doesn't prove that's my kid. It just proves he's with me right now, you know. Right when I came in, but I don't know. It, it's, it's, uh, every time my kid screams or, or has a fit or something, that's always my thought. Like, oh, people are going to think I'm kidnapping this kid.
1: <laughs> right. He's <is> mine. <laughs> it's mine. Everybody. <laughs> Believe me. I hate this as much as you do. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean if they wanted to stop it, they could. It's just like every other fucking problem in the country and in the world, you know, if someone's truly oppressed they they could get to the root of why and fix it they could fix inner city violence they could fix homelessness um they could fix all this shit but they don't and the question no, is the question is why
1: because it's like uh it's like cancer or it's like any other illness you know they're like um, I, Oh, I did. Uh, I meant to say this before. I saw a thing the other day about like how childhood obesity, like one in five kids is suffering from childhood obesity, obesity. And they're like, uh, and you should talk to your doctor about this new pill that might be just what they need. And then all the comments are like, fucking t- put your kid in the grass. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? Like there's, so that's the point. That's why they don't fix homelessness because, if we took uh, however much money to get enough cops and open enough hospitals and passed a law or two that's like, no, you can't live in a fucking tent unless it's on your own property that you own or at like a camping place or whatever. But you can't just live in tents on the street. New law. And if you're on the street, then you go to jail or you go to a hospital if they determine. Or what most people would do is you pack up your fucking tent and you call your parents and apologize or whatever. A lot of those people have just burned every bridge that they have in their life, you know. But I I don't think that's a majority of the of homeless people anymore. I think it's a, it's it's a choice now. It's cool to live on the street and smoke crack. But that's my point. They can't if they did all that and invested the money to do that, the problem would be over instead they get to make the same amount of money that they that it would take to fix the thing they get to make that amount of money every year being like oh we just need to help them a little more we just need to do this and that or whatever and every year they make a little bit more money for themselves i think that's what it's all about
0: yeah i mean it's pretty gross what it boils down to but the the i think the biggest problem with that i think the biggest reason so many people are homeless is mental health is through the roof. Mental health issues are through the roof in this country and drug abuse is I think those are the two biggest reasons anyone is is homeless. I mean, look at some of the dumbasses who make who managed to to pay their bills, it's because they're not crazy. And I, you know, so many things again are common sense like if I want to go talk to a therapist, I, I we pay a lot for insurance every month, but it's 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 a bitch to find someone to talk to about your mental health that will that your insurance will cover. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's one of the things that insurance will not cover. And it's like, well, why, 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 why is that not a thing? Why isn't it more of an, why isn't there more of an emphasis on ending child trafficking, especially, why can't we, you know, if we truly care about these people, that's what would, that's what our government officials would make sure happens, but they don't care about any of us, you know, no, they, they, just and don't. They, and
1: they do the opposite of caring. They they mock the people who do care about it. Yeah, I saw this. It's not. Um, uh, where is it? You uh, you shit on the lady earlier, but this was still a funny Babylon B thing. Did you see that journalists, journalists. call oh, yeah. Amber Alerts, a QAnon adjacent conspiracy? So it's just pointing out that, yeah, there are missing kids. There are people being trafficked. There are people coming across the border, just like kids younger than five that are just by themselves. And they've just got like a phone number of somebody. And then the border people call that number and they're like, Hey, there's a kid here. And they're like, yep, that's mine. And they're like, okie doke. We'll send them right to you. And like, that's the end of the vetting process. Like, Democrats like to shit on Trump for having kids in cages or whatever. But that was their way of getting the kid by themselves to be like, listen, like we're going to help you here. Like you're safe with us. Tell us. Is this your mom and dad? Is this your uncle or whatever? Do you know this person? Do you have family somewhere like that kind of shit? Otherwise, if you're just interviewing a five year old in front of the people that brought him then the kid's gonna be scared for his life you know
0: yeah yeah and going back to what you're saying a minute ago um i I think that i think that trump genuinely did care and and does care about this country and and the the people in it and uh, you know the guy's not perfect but he's better than any politician that i've in my lifetime as far as like getting shit done and i've said this before but if the media would have shined a light on all the great things he did people would have just been like, man, he's kind of a jackass. And he says we're off shit, but gosh, he gets a lot done. You know, I mean, he, he's the only president in my lifetime, that if he said something on Friday, that shit was done by Monday. Mm-hmm. And if they would have highlighted that instead of shitting on him, he would probably be known as one of the best presidents ever. And he'd be kicking ass right now, instead of trying to fight for his very livelihood, you know?
1: Or yeah, political well, he makes that point, and I think it's true. If he dropped out of the race today, they would drop all the charges against him, and just be like, "All right, fine, go be rich, go fucking do whatever." But they're only going after him because he's running, and because they think that they can't beat him.
0: Do you care if I read something real quick from Benny Johnson? Because this is kind—he of, kind of laid it out perfectly.
1: All right, let's uh, have.
0: He said, "This is what is so duplicitous about this new indictment against Trump." This is what makes it so unbelievably dark and depraved. It was all a setup. So many things were hitting on all at, so many things were hitting all at once during the 2020 elections. George Floyd protests, release of COVID from China, COVID lockdowns, changing of all election rules, mail-in ballots, ballot dumps, no voter ID, destruction of free speech, online minfor- misinformation censorship. Hunter Biden laptop censorship. They were able to break every single rule in the book to drag Joe Biden across the finish line while he sat in his basement like a Muppet. But they know they can't do it again. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, the American people won't let it happen. Donald Trump won 75 million legal votes in 2020, and they're terrified he will do it again in 2024. So they have to do everything in their power to make sure he can't. The orchestrated January 6th, with undercover agents dressed as Trump supporters encouraging people to trespass into the Capitol. The crowd was filled with federal agents. The goal was to get people inside the building. The Capitol the Capitol Police Chief begged Nancy Pelosi, this is a huge point. The Capitol Police Chief begged Nancy Pelosi to send the National Guard. 71 minutes passed by and Nancy Pelosi refused to answer calls for backup. The breach happened at the Capitol before Trump was even finished speaking. And then they frame the whole event as an insurrection. So now they can charge Donald Trump with insurrection and use the 14th amendment to disqualify him from ever running for president again. Do you understand now? Do you see how cravenly evil the plan has been all along? And I mean, he fucking nails it. If you think everything that happened in 2020 was all just a crazy coincidence in the year that they had to get rid of Donald Trump, you're fucking delusional in a way that i can never make you not delusional you know i mean it's insane it's freaking insane the 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 people who believe that
1: yeah well and i mean once you know that that is probably what happened and why then it makes you go back and think about things prior to that which of course then leads to 9 11 which then leads to whatever happened before that, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of crazy shit that the government has done to sway public opinion throughout history that we're not even aware of, you know?
0: Yeah. And especially since, I think I brought this point up before it gets hard to, but especially since 1913, when this country was essentially sold to the central bankers every 10, 15, 20 years since then, there's been a major, um, catastrophe of catastrophe of some sort, whether it's a um, whether it's a new war or most recently the pandemic. But every 10 or 15 years, there's a worldwide uh, mm-hmm. orchestrated, instigated, funded thing that everyone just thinks, oh, this is the nature of people. No, it's someone pulling the strings of all this shit. Vietnam was started over a lie. Um, you know, going back to World War Two, they say that we um, Pearl Harbor, nine um, eleven. It it's all bullshit, <laughs> orchestrated, instigated, funded bullshit to keep rich, powerful people where they're at, and the rest of us just on this continuous fucking hamster wheel.
1: Yeah, and wasn't World War One like like a, a guy versus his cousin or something? Who, I forget who the kings or presidents or whatever were, but I feel like they were related. So, like, they had Thanksgiving dinner together and, like, we're like, we should go to war. <laughs> We'd make a bunch of money.
0: Well, I mean, war is giant money. Oh, that that makes me think of something else. Trump ended ISIS. They told him it would take three to four years to do that. He did it in three or... He did it in, like, four weeks. Just completely got rid of ISIS and the reason they dragged that shit out so long. And the reason we've been in these Middle Eastern countries since nine 11 is because there's a ton of money to be made off of that shit. You know, we're not over there to stamp out terrorism and all that bullshit. It's never made any sense to anybody. Um, well, I mean, I guess it probably does to some people, but it, it never made any sense to me, the war on terror and everything else. Like what are we, I don't understand. We know about all these people and I I don't know it. Yeah. I
1: mean, plus if I was like, they terrorists don't think like I'm going to be a, a terrible person. They're like, I'm doing the best possible thing that I can do for my country. Like, they are as patriotic as we are i guess going over there and to them they're like what the fuck are you doing in my house like i wasn't doing anything wrong but now you make me want to
0: yeah yeah absolutely i mean think of think of how many think of how many people speaking you know if you want to call them terrorists have motivation because of what the United States has done to them. I mean, Barack Obama dropped 29,000 bombs in 2016 alone. That's just in one year. And half of the people he killed were women and children under the age of five. You know, but we, it always has to be made out that the U.S. is the good guys. And I've always wondered that, too. Like, how come we can have nuclear weapons, but anyone else gets them? We're like, ah, we got to make sure this nut job doesn't use this weapon. It's like, well, you got them. That's uh, different
1: i don't know i'm but part of me is like uh, you know i'm i'm happy to be the the most powerful i'm happy to be a part of the most powerful country you know and whether that's i mean you know maybe china could beat us or china plus russia together could beat us or something but i have a feeling like we definitely spend more on our military than any other country maybe more than all of them combined i don't know if that's accurate somebody will comment if it's not, but, uh, yeah, we've got a pretty good, we're pretty good at, f- at fucking destroying things.
0: Well, I heard yesterday, I was listening to this podcast, this guy, Jack Dibbs, I think is that, I'm probably messing up his last name. Um, but he was talking about how China is actually not in a good place right now, which is like, they're not good financially. Their population is too low because of all those years they had, of of only allowing their the their one, people. To, one yeah. child policy. Yeah. The one child policy. Um, so that's coming back to bite them and they have bought up, I don't know how much farmland in the United States. California is number one um, of all the farmland that the, that China has bought up. And you wonder what the hell they're up to. And if they're going to invade like red Dawn style, or if they want to, you know, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's very scary times we're living in. Um, and if, if the people are wrong about Trump, uh, we're fucked.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That might be true.
0: Yeah. I mean, if there's not a grand plan involved, um, we're, we're potentially very, very screwed, dude.
1: Here's a, do you know the name Antonin Scalia?
0: I know the name. Yeah.
1: He was like a Supreme Court guy way back when uh, I was watching, quite frankly, the other day and he played this clip and I thought it was cool. So I screen recorded it and he's just talking about how like, well, I'll just let him say it. You ready?
6: Yeah. I, I think it's even a little more fundamental than the one that uh, uh, Stephen has just uh, put forward. I, I asked them. Ooh, What do you think is the reason that America is such a free country? What is it in in our Constitution that, that, that makes us what we are? And I guarantee you that the response I will get, and you will get this from almost any American, including the woman that he was talking to at the supermarket, the answer would be freedom of speech, freedom of the press, no unreasonable searches and seizures. No quartering of troops in hope. Those marvelous provisions of the Bill of Rights. What did I tell them? If, if you think that a Bill of Rights is what sets us apart, you're crazy. Every banana republic in the world has a Bill of Rights. Every president for life has a Bill of Rights. <laughs> the Bill of Rights of the, of the former evil empire, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, was much better than ours. I mean it literally it was much better. We guarantee freedom of speech and of the press, big deal. They guaranteed freedom of the speech, of the press, of street demonstrations and protests, and anyone who is, who is caught trying to suppress criticism of the government will be called to account. Whoa, that, that is wonderful stuff. Of course, just words on paper. What, what our framers would have called a parchment guarantee. And the reason is, that the real constitution of the Soviet Union. When you think of the word constitution. It doesn't mean a bill. It means structure. Say a person has a sound constitution, it has a sound structure. The real constitution of the Soviet Union, which is what our framers debated that, that that whole summer in Philadelphia in 1787. They didn't talk about the Bill of Rights. That was an afterthought, wasn't it? That constitution of the Soviet Union did not prevent the centralization of power in one person or in one party. And when that happens, the game is over. The bill of rights is just what our framers would call a parchment guarantee. That.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, man. You know, I don't know why it made me think of, uh, did you want to say something about that video? Cause it made me think of something else. Go right ahead. Um, you know i was talking about that i meant to make this point earlier you know all these all these leftists are always shitting on the founding fathers for having slaves and the fact that this country um used to have slavery and all that they're still talking about it and want reparations for it and 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 those things but there is still slavery going on in this world every single day and among the most innocent of of in the world but speaking of children um so it's just mind boggling that so many people look at the sound of freedom or anything Q related or child trafficking as this big conspiracy. It's like these things happen every day. People are busted for child pornography and pedophilia every single day. It's a much bigger problem than, than people realize. And if you're a true liberal and care about people, then why don't you care the most about Why don't you give them the benefit of the doubt? you know as far as like stamping out this kind of behavior and getting to the root of why there's so many sickos in this country you know it, it, and it's it's not just obviously the the trafficking part of it and the the but it's the ripple effect of that kind of abuse you know these kids don't you know even if they do uh, rescue them it, it's not like they just get rescued and then they're back in school on Monday and everything's fine.
1: You right. know what you do over the summer?
0: Yeah, they're no, fucked I, up I got for life. In
1: your shipping container. Yeah. No, you're right. They are.
0: Yeah, and there's the, there's a lot of people stumble around this country that are that are mentally not where they should be. You know, life is hard under the best circumstances think about if something like that happened to you. I mean, I, I've known people who their entire lives were screwed up. And on the outside, you're like, well, this person has every advantage, but they got touched by an uncle when they were three years old or something. And and they can't even express why they're fucked up the rest of their life, but they are, you know, I, a friend of mine that died not too long ago, um, shared with me that something like that happened to him with three when he was three and from all outward appearances he should have had a great life but he didn't and you know that that probably has a huge part to do with it and and that was just an incident when he was three i mean think of somebody who you know there's a lot of people in this country who reviews that way and You bring that stuff up, and you want to end. You want people to get silent real quick. You know that's that's a topic to bring up. You know nobody wants to talk about that shit.
1: Nope, that's true. There are uh, well, it depends on which statistic you look at, but by many statistics, there are more people living in slavery today, right now, than ever before in history. According to this thing, which is Statista, and I don't know how accurate that is or whatever, but it says India is the largest with 7.9 million slaves right now. China has 3.8 million. Pakistan has 3.1. North Korea has 2.6. Uh, Russia has 700,000. It says.
0: And, and even if that's just even if that's only a fraction of of.
1: Yeah. If they're all 10%, if they're like, no, that's only 10% of that, then it's like, okay, there's 790,000 slaves in India right now. Does anybody give a fuck about any of them?
0: Yeah. And that can't happen without cooperation from higher ups, people that allow shit, you know?
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's, uh, you know, Oh, and I texted you about this, about wanting to talk about this. It's, like, our definition of what a slave is might be different than what it is in India, you know? Like, I don't know how many people in India know that they're slaves, you know? I feel like our the American slave 1800s guy straight up knew, like, there's something better and I'm not getting it because of this. But in, in India, it might just be like, hey, you know, I'm just part of that class. Like, that's just the way life is. What, yeah. no, nothing I can do about it. All I can do is raise my kids and hope that their generation is better than mine.
0: Yeah. And, and not to mention that something I've learned from watching that John Adams documentary and are not a documentary. It's a miniseries, but um, most of the and, and people podcasts that I've been listening to. um most of the founding fathers were against slavery even the ones who had slaves it was part of it wasn't as easy to just end it as as people people of this generation believe you know like they were against it but they knew there were steps they had to take to get rid of it and just because yeah. they had slaves doesn't mean they abused them or you know what else were they going to do be like ah you're not my slave anymore go good luck you know uh, but
1: they I, I saw an interview somebody compared it to like holding on to a, a an animal or something like a you know like pinning a, a bo- bobcat down or something and then you get up and let it go and you're like all right no i let you go and it's like what the fuck do you think's going to happen that thing's going to turn right around and and eat the shit out of you like So they couldn't just be like, all right, everybody, you're free to go. Because they would all be like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, I'm free to what? Get a job? Who's going to give me a job? Like, who's going to rent me a house or whatever? Like, so, yeah, I mean, it was a a fucked up thing for sure. But but it's still something, maybe something exactly like it, at least something very similar is still happening today
0: yeah and and, and arguably worse yeah you know? well, and
1: i mean the definition of of being a slave is probably different with technology and stuff like i mean you can still be a slave who has to like show up and do shit that you don't want to do multiple hours a day but still get to go home to your house and stuff like, being a slave doesn't immediately mean, like, you're chained up and whipped and shit. It's just, like, like you can be, like, a monetary slave to somebody. And that's probably what happens to a lot of the illegal immigrants and stuff. The, the Mexican mafia or whatever is like, no, we'll get you across the border for 20 grand. And they're like, yeah, anything. I just want to get the fuck out of where you're in control Uh, but then they move here and they're like, all right, you're going to work for this guy. That guy works for us and he's going to send us your repayment until you're paid off, you know? And then who knows what kind of an asshole that guy is. But anyway, the point is it's, it's very, uh, it's different, (laughs) but it's still the same. Like a person does not get to control their life.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know, on a different scale, um, half the taxes we pay aren't constitutional like we're we're all on hamster wheels as far as that shit goes like i haven't had a regular job in a long time but when i had one all i could think like the first 10 hours i was at that job was every nickel i make for the next 10 hours is going to the government you know <laughs> um so yeah. do we have any videos we want to show we haven't seen a lot of videos today
1: um yeah sure i know uh, we've
0: got a ton of them did you have something else you want to say that interrupted you
1: Nothing that matters. Um, Here, real quick, we'll do... uh, Do you know who Thomas Sowell is? Oh, yeah. I like him. And he was uh, talking about statistics and uh, that kind of stuff. This was way back in... I don't know when. Back in the 80s. But it's a, a poignant point that he makes about how statistics can be used either direction, depending on how you choose to well we'll let him say it
7: thomas soul is a fucking is both genius ironic and appalling the judge Bork's own record is being judged on a myopic basis of an issue by issue statistical box score on how he has allegedly voted for or against one class of litigants or another as if he liked chemical companies more than he liked pregnant women or liked asbestos manufacturers better than he liked bereaved widows. Surely, no responsible person thinks that this is what law is all about. Yet such shrill propaganda from special interest groups is repeated in respectable quarters, as if the statistics represented some objective fact. Many people have no idea how utterly worthless and therefore deceptive such statistical box scores can be. Last year, this time in California, there was a bitter election campaign over the re-election of the state Chief Justice. During that campaign, one side uh, cited statistics to show that the Chief Justice had voted for defendants 85 percent of the time over a period of nearly a decade. The other side using exactly the same raw statistical data for exactly the same span of years concluded that the Chief Justice had voted for the prosecution nearly 90% of the time. These are not small differences, either in terms of numbers or implications. Uh, Neither were they based on any esoteric statistical uh, methods. All that they depended upon were differences in definition as to what was a vote for the prosecution. The statistics thrown around recklessly as to how Judge Bork has allegedly voted against women X percent of the time or for some other class of litigants Y percent of the time are no more reliable than the definitions used by the special interest sources from which they come. Arbitrary definitions are no less arbitrary when they are expressed in numbers rather than words.
1: Right?
0: Yeah, I mean, Fuck, speaking of, you know, being oppressed and fixing certain things in inner cities, especially, they would make sure that every young black kid in this country knows who Thomas Sowell is and 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 is force fed everything that guy, you know, because he, he came from nothing and became, you know, not only a brilliant economist and philosopher and everything else, but um, I'm, I'm not sure where I'm going with this. Every black kid should know who he is, you know, yeah. especially if they care about like fixing the problems in, in inner cities and violence and all that bullshit. Um, but they don't because they don't care.
1: True. Yeah, I mean, but that's it's just a, it's a world of victimhood or whatever. Like how it's like the comedy thing that we watch. Like how victimized are you? How oppressed are you? You know? Yeah. But they, and, and it's it's definitely being pushed on us. Here, let's watch Matt Walsh say a thing real quick.
8: It's as though Disney went searching for the new Snow White and they discovered that Rachel Zegler was so compelling, such a talented and powerful actress that they felt they had no choice but to cast her in the role. Like they had to make an exception because she's just so good. That's not what happened. No, they specifically set out to strip this character of her whiteness to make the character not white. This is appropriation. It is anti-white racism. Yes, it is racist to make Snow White, not white, because they are treating the whiteness of the character as a flaw that needs to be fixed. The lead actress in the film has even said as much, that they're fixing it. And from there, they destroy everything else that makes the story what it is, everything else that made it resonate through the decades across the world for 200 years. Modern leftists, consumed by their own narcissism, come along and declare that they will improve what human beings have loved for generations. And their way of improving it every time is to simply dismantle it. This is what they've done to all of society. Snow White is just the latest manifestation.
0: Yeah, I I wish we would have brought that up um, in the very beginning of this podcast, just in case people didn't listen very long. But what they did to this this new Snow White movie is just fucking absurd, you know? The, it, the whole thing from top to bottom.
1: I don't even think the... I don't care about what color the girl is that plays Snow White, but I do think the fucking title of the movie is Dwarves, and they're like, no... Nah not anymore.
0: <laughs> what are they calling it now? Cuz it can't is it still it can't be Snow White, right?
1: I I think it's still called Snow White, but I don't think they're including the dwarf thing in it.
0: Well, how can it be called Snow White when the lead actress now is Hispanic and that's why they Cuz that's yeah.
1: just her name. It doesn't mean anything. They... But
0: Snow White was the original reason it was called Snow White is cuz her skin was white as snow. mm mm-hmm. Mhm it didn't necessarily have to be like, I don't know. They just, they have to just fuck up everything. (laughs) Those grim fairy tales that all that they made all those things about were all pretty dark. If you look into them, Hansel and Gretel and all that shit is, you know, anyway.
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's a whole nother episode or something probably, but, Yeah, Yeah. Uh, real quick, do you want to watch a motivational thing by Dan Bongino, or do you want to watch John Kerry get caught being a fucking idiot liar?
0: Uh, Do we have time for both?
1: Yep, John Kerry first.
2: Uh, I just don't agree with your facts, which began with the presentation of one of the most outrageously persistent lies that I hear, which is this private jet. We don't own a private jet. I don't own a private jet. I personally have never owned a private jet. And obviously, it's pretty stupid to talk about coming in a private jet from the State Department up here. It just honestly,
4: if that's where you want to go, go there. A few moments later, you uh, just testified under oath that you never owned a private jet. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to enter into the record. uh Article here from February fifteenth of two thousand twenty twenty-three. The John Kerry family private jet was sold shortly after accusations of climate hypocrisy. Uh, Mr. Secretary, do you stand by that testimony Not that objective. you've never I, owned or uh, I personally your family I your family
2: personally? Yes, my wife owned a plane. <laughs>
1: there he also a enthusiasm ending but I, it was too loud and it bothered me so i just cut it right there but yes he was clearly lying like that's just a, it's like whatever car your wife drives like you you have that car according to rules of conversation and questions and answer you know if your wife yeah. drives a honda and i'm like do you guys do you have a honda and you're like no i don't have a honda then if I saw your driveway, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? And you're like, oh, well, it's my wife's. I'd be like, it's at your house, dude. It still counts as yours when I'm asking such a question.
0: Yeah, and not to bring, you know, not that his physical appearance should matter, but what an odd looking son of a bitch.
1: Yeah, he's he's had some <laughs> surgery or, or a lot of Botox or something like that. Yeah. Um, let's see here real quick.
0: Botox is a mistake. <laughs>
1: oh i fully agree
0: yeah
1: uh real quick here damn i'm trying to these are all good here's um tucker talking about jfk it's less than a minute oh no it's a little more
4: reclassified the kennedy document 60 years after his assassination no one even peripherally involved is still alive. So what could possibly be the sources and methods that were supposedly showing the world by declassifying these are so outdated they're irrelevant. They were using disappearing ink in 1963. Why in the world would we be continuing to hide the truth about the Kennedy assassination 60 years later. And of course, the answer is obvious because it implicates not individuals, but institutions and and reveals them as complicit in a in a murder and in the overthrow of the U.S. government. And uh, the U.S. government is complicit in the overthrow of the U.S. government. And that's the truth. I, I know that for a fact because I interviewed someone who saw the document. And so, you know, we have a long wait. Look, the bottom line is, unless there is a compelling reason that relates to imminent physical security of citizens we should never hide the truth from the population in a democracy period because that's that is incompatible with democracy secrecy is incompatible with democracy how can I I'm running the government but you can't tell me what the government's doing That's that's not democracy that that's it's something else and don't insult me by calling it a democracy because it's very much not and so yes there's much that remains secret i'm not going to speculate you don't need to be conspiracy now. we have in the united states we have over a billion federal documents that remain classified a billion going back to the second world war that's a democracy that is not a democracy
1: i want to just back up a little bit i just like how it cuts to russell brand looking at him and he's just smiling like a child and i think it's cool where was that nope i lost it or it just won't pan to it easily
0: yeah, it was pretty quick.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh well, whatever. All right, so we're almost done. Let's do this Bongino thing. This got me but, riled up a little. What? But
0: but real quick. I mean, how crazy is that? Why would Biden reclassify those documents? Let us see those fucking things. Why why, you know, it's all such bullshit. That's why they that's why they that's a huge reason why they do not yeah. want Trump back in the white house is because he is going to show the world (laughs) it ain't what you think everyone you know and they they can't have that
1: it's like tucker said i mean i think that it's the main reason is probably because it it would say that the cia did it or that the fbi did it or whatever and and then america and the world would stop trusting the entire institution so then, you know, all of our CIA asset undercover FBI guys or whatever would the people that were talking to them would be like, what the fuck, man? Like I'm not, I can't work with you guys anymore. And, and then
0: they, and then the power would go back to the people where it's supposed to be anyway.
1: Well and yeah. You can't have but, that. But they're all in cahoots together. I don't I don't separate the CIA that far from like the secretary of state or the the whole government basically you know like I feel if I had to guess I would say the CIA is probably above most of the people in the government when it comes to like whose decisions get implemented and shit because they're the ones that are like no we have to do this or the world blows up and they're like okie doke whatever like we trust you just take care of us
0: yeah it's like some lady yesterday i made some comments some put up a thing about uh and she said that the democrats were ruining this country and i agree with that but it's mainly because someone is telling them this is what you're gonna do it's not them making the decisions it's them um it's them being told what they're gonna do and the people and especially right now are like okay you know that's insane but all right
1: i don't think you're wrong Oh, real quick. They had um, uh, a Congress thing yesterday and they were interviewing the, the guys from the IRS that were whistleblowers against the Bidens and whatnot. And Marjorie Taylor Greene held up like screenshots from Hunter Biden's laptop and the other guys are like, oh, is this appropriate? And then the guy that's like in charge of the thing, you just see him crack a smile. It was several minutes long. I cut it down to 37 seconds. We'll do this real quick, then the Bongino thing, and then I swear to God, the podcast will be over.
5: Based amateur online pornography platform. Um, this this is evidence Chairman, uh, Mr. of Mr. of Hunter Mr. Biden Mr. Chairman, making sex. Excuse me, this is my time. Um, making okay. pornography. You're right.
2: Should we be displaying Mr. this, Mr. Mr. Chairman, J- 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 in the committee? The J- J- lady's time has expired and uh, went two and a half minutes Mr. over. Chairman, Mr. Bufume wants order. the two and a half minutes. He can have it. If
1: if he wants to yield some to Miss Ocasio-Cortez when she goes, she can have it. We'll make it right. Two and but, a half minutes. You Mr. all have Mr. an Chairman. extra two and a half minutes. Chair recognize Mr. Bufume for Port five of order.
6: minutes.
0: Point of order, Mr. Chairman. State here? your point.
1: I just cut it there. It was a bullshit thing that he was making, but... Eh, just holding up wieners in Congress.
0: <laughs> when when did all this gentle lady shit start? Can't they just say ladies and gentlemen? Who sounds, fucking knows? It, it just sounds so stupid to me. Okay. Uh, so um, we idea. have
1: probably five more, but I'm just going to do this one because we're way over already. But this was cool. This was at the Turning Point uh, action thing that they had the other day, which is like a young Republicans group. And Bongino's giving a speech in front of him, and he's basically just saying like, It's not easy to be a a conservative, to be on this side of things, and you can't expect it to be, and here we go.
2: There's no courage without fear, there's none of it. So to everyone in this room, especially if I may just for a moment, to to the young ladies and men out here, 25 or younger, listen, I know it's hard to be a conservative. I know, I know it's hard to be a liberty lover. I know it's tough. I mean, if you're the safest place for you, if you want safety and security, I'm gonna give you some hard, some hard news right now. No fake news. Don't be a conservative. If you're looking for you know, a soft landing in your life, don't be one of us. Because we're the renegades now, and we're the misfits. And this ragtag army, this, this, you're damn right. We are the misfits now. We're the renegades. We are the counterculture. I am begging you to please stick with us, man, because there is no courage without fear and there is a second creation out there. There is a God out there and you are one day gonna have to go there with your CV resume for life. And that better have some suffering in it because it's only through that suffering that you are gonna understand real joy and real pleasure, that look on your kid's face as they hit that single to win the game. You are only gonna understand that. And it is only going to matter if you intentionally put yourself through suffering and pain. God puts you here to enjoy your life, but make no mistake. He puts you here to suffer too. You would never understand happiness if you can't contrast it with the unbelievable sweat equity you have to put into getting through your everyday life fighting for freedom. There is no courage without fear. So go forward, embrace it, be afraid, be a little scared, that fear is natural, fail, fall down, get back up, but understand you are on the right side of freedom and liberty. You are the tip of the spear, and this country won't get dead if you keep it up. It's been an honor to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: And he got a standing O. But I think everybody that spoke got a standing O. But still, I like that. That reminded me of the uh, Andrew Tate thing where he was like, you know, don't try to be happy. Just try to be proud. Just at the end of your day, if you can look back and be like, yep, fuck yeah. I I needed to do those things and I did them and I'm proud of myself.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're sorry. Go ahead.
1: That leads to happiness. You can't. I think that's one of the biggest problems with everybody. And I mean, myself included, I'm fucking smoke cigarettes. I smoke weed. I, I eat like shit. Like I definitely am all about being happy right now, but oh like it's, it, it it's kicking around in my head at least. Like I need to start doing things that make me
0: proud of myself. Yeah. I mean, we all, we, we're all guilty of it, man. And, uh, you know, later, we're not, or later. <laughs> we're not, we're not doing our, at least in the short term, we're not doing our career any favors as far as, you know, um, most of the people in our business, stand up comedy and entertainment, they're just towing the line and saying what they're supposed to and, and making fun of the shit they think is okay to make fun of and whatever. And, uh, you know, there's, there's more, there's more to it than just us and our short term careers and everything else. And I don't know, man, it's, it's hard though. It's hard speaking the truth sometimes, especially it's easy when you're talking to people that agree with you. But I think more and more people every day are waking up to the truth and people want to talk about it. This guy came the other day to fix our plumbing and uh, he hadn't known me for two minutes. I don't know what kind of vibe I was putting off, but he just started talking to me and he was this Hispanic guy. And, you know, people who are supposed to Hispanics are supposed to hate Trump. And two minutes into it, he's like, you know, they don't like Trump because he's a man and he says what's on his mind and he, you know, blah, blah, blah. But we talked for like 30 fucking minutes. I had to pee so bad out in my front yard. I'm like, dude, I got to go. But um, pe- people know the truth, man. And it's they, ugh. So yeah. the shit, shit's going on. It's gross.
1: Yeah, it's starting to become more apparent that we're not 100% out of our fucking minds. People are starting to acknowledge that at least some of what the government tells us is not truthful. But a lot of people aren't to the point yet where they're like, and, and Trump is rich enough that he doesn't have to take money from any of them. So he's probably like, actually telling the truth when he says shit because he has nothing to gain from them liking him but that's a whole nother thing so whatever
0: yeah, yeah man um all right well it was a great podcast good talking to you and uh you know help us out everybody keep keep sharing our stuff and and telling people that you know we're not crazy and we'd appreciate it
1: yeah and you can even like I will uh, hereby allow you to screen record stuff and post it on your own thing and uh, just tag us in it or whatever and uh, if you want to take the time to like add captions and all that shit even better if it's good enough then I'll share it so yeah do whatever you want or just push the like button or fucking just close the computer and tell us to fuck off it doesn't matter
0: (laughs) Yeah, God bless all of you. Thanks for tuning in and uh, take care.
1: Bye.